Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is the Charity Stripe on the Mightier 1090 ESPN Radio. We're back, baby. It's the Charity Stripe. It's your free throws because they are free. Josh Fisher, Alexander, toss me the rock. Disopolis, DJ, Nikki Snacks. Cryder. That feel good? That did feel good. I had a, it did feel good to say it. My back's been a little sore since New Year's. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Yeah, what'd you do? I went to a concert, but we were standing at the concert. Well, first of all, you had to walk to the concert. So we walked Oh, from- my God. You had to walk? That's ridiculous. Well, you walk from like 6.30. Aren't you from New York? I am from- I haven't lived in New York in years, though. But you, we, it's, Los Angeles is a way more stationary city than most people realize. Yeah, we do a lot of sitting out here. A lot of sitting lot and of chilling. Sitting. I don't know. Depends on the neighborhood. I don't walk. I, my, I, a lot my of steps. people ride their bikes yeah. on the west side. Yes, yes. Yeah, hey, look. You got a bike for humanity. Uh, I know that's right. San Diego. Hey, based. biking, biking is good for me. It's also good for you. You can bike anywhere. Yeah, you can bike anywhere, and you could watch this college football national championship almost on anywhere. I'm sure there's a plethora of platforms you can utilize. We'll be watching it. Uh, It'll be ESPN. through ESPN. Yeah, through ESPN Plus so on, on TV. You can probably right. stream it too. But yeah, twelve and a half points. Favor of the dogs, the defending champs, looking to be the first team in the history of the college football playoff to go back to back. A, do they do it? B, do they cover? Nikki Snacks cried on Save That Money segment to try to win you guys some money over here. Look, I really want TCU to win. You do? Yes, I do. Okay. I think it'd be great for us as Texas fans to get to play against the national championship the next year. Okay. And like, okay. look, that, that's a team growing up our entire lives that have been so close, right? They've had those seasons where they've been undefeated and they got no love when it was yeah. just the BCS National Championship game, one versus two. Um, it would be really great to see them win it. Um, pretty historic um, program that they have there, which is a bunch of players that have come in and out. And, of course, Sonny Dykes with his first season. It'd be a great story. And in the CFP era, yeah, a lot of people believe that I can't remember exactly. Was it the year that Ohio State got in and then ended up winning? Winning the whole thing, yeah. That Baylor and TCU should have, yeah. Both felt that they deserved to be there. Right. UCF, too. Like, yeah, I mean, from a Texas fan perspective, that's a great way to put it. Like, we would take what normally is the biggest target on our back, you know, playing in the Big 12 and flip it on TCU because everyone would be just going after them yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, They're a good I, team, though. Do I think it's going to happen? I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. But 12 points is a lot. I'm well, you're saying, saying to win. No, I'm saying to win. I know, I, I know, I, and win. I'm and I'm following up with like, okay, maybe they don't win, and I think that obviously the right, odds right, right. the odds don't but sway I think that they way. cover because you know what? Every single game this season, they have found a way to keep them close, mm-hmm. right? They obviously suffered the one loss against Kansas State in the Big Twelve Championship game. Could have won that game. Ball was over the goal line. Should have won that but, game. But almost every single game they've played this far, that they fought really, really hard, right? And they find ways to keep it close. Mm-hmm. That Michigan game, that was a true, like, hey, world, we're here. You know what? Like, you want to give us a, um, what was it, seven and a half point? Dog yeah, they Michigan. They beat the crap out of them. That game was pretty much out of hand from from the jump. I think it's gonna be a close game. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you both you both think they cover? Well, I don't know. I mean, part of me thinks that they do cover. Twelve points is a lot. Um, Duggan's playing incredible football right now. They do. I, I mean, as as good as Bowers is, I still think Quentin Johnston is the best skilled position player in this game. The, he might be the first wide receiver taken in the draft. He well, might be the first skilled player taken in the draft in the offense side of the ball. Yeah. 
And I, I think that their defense performed in that, that game against Michigan a lot better than people thought it was going to, especially up front. Two pick six. Yeah. yeah. I I just I'm a little worried that Georgia had their bad game already. And that now they're going to go in and, and really like you think that, operate, that was because a- I, I don't think they executed well in that game and the Ohio Bennett, State game. No, Bennett played probably his worst game of the entire season, especially mm-hmm. in that first half. He still had the clutch throws, you know, down down the stretch to make things work for them. If Bowers doesn't convert on that fourth down, they they lose that game. Mm-hmm. I thought that they got outplayed by Ohio State, but they then kind of flipped the script in the fourth quarter and executed then when they needed to, Look, to Ohio, do exactly, uh, to do enough. Ohio State controlled their destiny at the end of the game. Right, they, they had a field goal to win the game. Exactly. I mean, that they was put one of the worst the field goals I've ever seen. They could have done. I don't think it's that, I, I don't think you can blame it on the it's kicker. It's not his fault. No. Like, you get a stop defensively. Two-point convert. They, but I mean, your offense, your offense does what it needs to do. Yeah, get but they, your guy in field for it. You put 41 points against the Bulldogs. Of yeah. course you did what you had to do. But, like, co- but college kickers are different, though. Right, of course. I mean, he had banged a 48-yarder early in the game. For for me, though, I felt those were the two best teams in the country. And you call me biased or call me a sucker for my, my childhood team. I really felt that the Ohio State Buckeyes were better than the Wolverines. And I felt the second half of that Buckeye game, the, the game, you know, over Thanksgiving break was... It just got out of hand. It unraveled for them. I mean, there were like there were what like three plays of sixty plus yards or something like that. Multiple Edwards runs where they just got caught sleeping. Yeah, that game just it got out of hand. I really felt that they were the team that can give the Georgia Bulldogs everything they got. I think the TCU story is nice. I have another follow up question for you guys for that. Please do. Um, Yeah, I think that they really do belong in the upper echelon at least for this season of football teams. They're, to, in my eyes, more legit than USC, despite them having the Heisman winner. They are a true, more true contender. Yeah, yeah. How, can they, how can they not be? I mean, yeah, they're they, as true of a contender to me as Alabama, though Alabama didn't beat the absolute breaks as our boy Quan Cosby would say off Kansas look, State. Don't get it twisted. Max Duggan, I think, was right there with Caleb Williams this season. I mean, he was a Heisman finalist, as he should have been. Exactly, and a lot of people thought he should have won. You think he should have won? Yeah, I do. I really think he should have won. I think in football. Well, no, especially ne- knowing now that they win that first matchup in the semifinal, that adds to that that narrative, well, right? This does not count. At least the bowl games, the initial bowl game, BCS championship, fine. Like, why does I mean? And look, Caleb Williams was, was really great against Tulane, but in a game where winning is everything, Max Duggan has taken a, a team that, by and large, has been less talented than a lot of the other college football playoff teams, like the Wolverines. We're talking about Michigan. Yeah, Quentin Johnson is is an NFL player. And not to say that TCU hasn't had this because they've had a plethora of NFL players in the past, but not like the Buckeyes where we're talking. It's, it's Jackson Smith and Jake. Yeah, but the I, second guy but they didn't take it, and he's not even the best receiver on the team. But they didn't play that team. I, I do think that Michigan and TCU from a talent standpoint were a lot more even than people were giving TCU credit for. Sure. for. And I agree that Ohio State, I mean, Ohio State for the last five years plays every single game with more talent on their team than the other team that they're playing against, even in those two losses this year and last year against Michigan. 100%. Uh, they're guys, they're guys on through Michigan. Through and through, all across through the board. Through, yes. I'm not talking, Aiden Hutchinson was a top five pick. Like, I'm not saying anything to like poo-poo any of the best players on Michigan. Java would have been a top 15 pick had he not tore his Achilles. Yeah, but like we're, we're talking about with, with Georgia and Ohio State, like those two teams, and you talk about Alabama, where if we went and watched them like pregame warm up, we're like, oh my God, who is that guy? And he's like a fifth string wide receiver. 
And yeah. we're like, wow, that guy's incredible. You know, yeah. he makes some well, like nasty catch. Well, you just look at like the NFL rosters and right. see how many guys came from Ohio State, how it, many guys come from Georgia. Next yeah. guy up, you basically yeah, is what exactly. you know is Ohio State, especially from a skill position player standpoint. And Michigan's not quite there yet. I think Harbaugh's like heading this team in the right direction. We talk about Sonny Dice. I mean, he's only been there one year. Like that's that's an incredibly seen? impressive. This guy was coaching at SMU. Oh, yeah. It's unbelievable. Do they have staying power then in your eyes? TCU is like, is this a flash in the pan? Or are they like, hey, we're a powerhouse now. Like, respect well, our authority. I certainly think if the team in Austin, our team, and the team in Norman are heading to the SEC, kind of kind of clears the way for them to be the dominant frog in this, in this conference. Nice. And I know that, <laughs> you know, you're getting some other competitive teams that yeah. are joining from the American. Um the Big 12 is going to remain a really, really yeah. steady conference. I think they have staying power. Powerhouse, it's yet to be seen. You got to still win. You got to win it all to be considered a powerhouse, you know? And look, it's going to take a lot because obviously Duggan is not going to be there next season. Right. He's played there since, you know, since Nam. <laughs> like he's been there forever. He's like the uh, the Perry Ellis from Kansas. There you yeah. go. Oh, look yeah. at that. Yeah, yeah. Has Perry Ellis ever been more referenced on a single podcast than ours? Probably not. not. Kansas affiliated? Probably not. But regardless, nonetheless. It's I, just because he looked so old. Yeah. So old. <laughs> he was also there for a long time. Yeah, 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 yeah. However, Duggan's going to be gone, right? Johnson's going to be gone like we just mentioned. Um, you know, hopefully this puts them on the map recruiting-wise where they can start winning these battles against teams like Texas, teams like A&M, and say, hey, look – a&M, they don't have a national championship to show for it. Texas doesn't have a national championship to show for it since 2006. You know, like, like you want to come to a winning program that that breeds swag too. That like, you know, oh that yeah, has a chip on their shoulder. Cool, like, cool unis, cool colors. What do you say? I mean, you guys are we're all suckers for cool unis. I mean, they're, the blood red. I mean, are they gonna rock the blood red? I mean, that'd be kind of nice. And then I like the icy whites that they rocked. In, yeah, in their bowl game, I and they've got and they've got obviously like the little like horn kind of like necklace around yeah. the and it's almost it's almost like wakanda yeah, yeah it's really cool unbelievably swaggy team so if you're a recruit and you go i mean they are in fort worth that's like the one kicker yeah but it's also a private school too i think a lot of people also consider like all right smaller campus less distraction you know like better education like that's yeah like and for dallas fort worth areas i like yeah dude. but fort worth is not dallas okay it Sorry, is please no i mean you're you're 40 no, no, yeah. you're 45 minutes away from downtown dallas mm-hmm. that's like I mean, that's where they're going out. Yeah, that's where they're they're going to the the clubs and bars there. If they, they are out, you know? right, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just from an appeal of like you know we talk about all the time on our on our horns up show with Quan like Austin is an unbeatable city. Like there's so much going on in that city. The campus is so right. close to the downtown we, area. We also blame a lot of those distractions on like the effects on the football field. Right, like, bigger this our bigger Austin's got the worse our football. But more got. and more is it becoming like a draw? I think, and you look at USC, right? You look at like why Lincoln wanted to come out here and right. coach as opposed to staying in Norman. They're a private school as well. It's true, and I think to me a much bigger private school though. Yeah, yeah, Cranbrook's style ask of a private school. The for me, TCU's staying power is legit. If they can, they don't even need to pull this thing off. And I don't think they cover. To be honest, I think. If I'm going of like, hey, what does Las Vegas want me to do? Las Vegas wants me to look at this thing and go, okay, TCU just played a really TCU just beat the you know what out of right, Michigan. Right, right. Twelve and a half is egregious. I'm definitely taking the Horn Fox. There's no way they lose by double digits. It's just to me like and like the, the close game against Ohio State, like I, I think that I know that it's the national championship. I just, to be don't you think that just Duggan's just too much of a gamer to yes. to lose by twelve plus points? 100%. Yes, I know. I I think that I don't think it has to do with him. I also truly believe that. Look, 
you're as good as your conferences sometimes in college football, right? Yeah. Like the SEC, we've known it to be the best conference because it's got all the, the powerhouses. It's got all the NFL talent, you know, Big Ten next, Big 12 right there as well. So when you take a team like TCU that has only been playing against Big 12 offenses, right, and they've had to shut down Big 12 offenses and they've had to play against Big 12 defenses, then you go to a different team's conference that's used to playing against different styles. Like the match, it just depends on, on matchups, you know? Like yeah. I think for, for Michigan, they ran into a bad matchup. Like I think if they play Georgia, they might make that that, that game might be more competitive. Honestly. Really, you really think that? I, I don't know. I think that, I think maybe they underestimated their matchup a little bit. I think Harbaugh got caught. Michigan he might have got beat caught Ohio look. State this season. Yeah, for sure. He might have got caught looking ahead. Like, dude, geez, I sat down to watch that game with my girlfriend who went to Michigan, and I was like, "You guys should have no problem." Like, the only question is if that as game- a guy who as a guy who bet on the frogs to win that game. Again, I think that the talent disparity did not exist. I I'm, was wrong on that. I was wrong. I really thought that Michigan would come in and take care of business and at least see Georgia for a rematch of what was a bamboo. That was the worst game I've seen in a Th- minute. This game year. is really going to come down to, uh, for me, the trenches, as it always does. Yeah. Know? Like, is TCU going to be able to handle the Georgia big boys? And I, I also think that TCU has to be really careful defensively how they scheme and how they strategize and how they adjust because I think what Georgia wants to do is is get big chunk plays. Mm-hmm. I think they want to throw the ball downfield, but they're not going to start by doing that in the no. game. They're going to try and win in the trenches. They're going right. to try and win between the tackles. And then open up the play action. And well, some yeah. of those guys are, I mean, they don't have Washington in this game, so it's no. going to be just Bowers. And then, you know, you're looking at, I mean, that Macintosh guy is... Yeah, but He's if, awesome. if it gets to a point where Georgia's just going to run the football and they don't have to throw, they're not going to. But they can get into a throwing match just as easy with with you know with Duggan. I do. Think I think so too. Yeah. Starts in the trenches. If you you're not going to make Jalen Carter a non-factor, he's too good. We're talking about a guy that can be the first overall pick as a defensive tackle. But Georgia and Stroud was able to run. Like this is not C.J. Stroud. This you know this, this is a this is a but step above th- in the run game. I think a. A little bit. They. What do you mean? You think Duggan's that much better a runner than Stroud? Yeah, a little bit. But I yeah. also think like Stroud wasn't. I mean, that's a new tool for for a lot of people that hadn't seen him do that. That are like, wow, I didn't realize he could do that. Yeah, he didn't have to really. He didn't have to. I mean, there were a couple times in the Michigan game where he was more hesitant to do that when he needed to. I think like he took the training wheels off heading into the Georgia game. I would imagine that Kirby has learned his lesson a little bit, and that Duggan will be spied the entire game. But that like. You have to. There's like a lot, like the Ringo Quinton Johnson matchup. Like that's like an NFL matchup right there. Oh yeah. Like, and they're running back Miller. If he plays, I know he's had an issue. If he's in, like that, that he ain't no slouch either. Like that's like a legit like fourth round, fifth round running back. Like that, that he may not be like a, he may not be like Arbijan or Gibbs in Alabama or Macintosh even like on Georgia. But this is this running back. He, he ain't no slouch either. He did damage against us. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think this TCU. I mean, they ran for two hundred. They ran for two hundred plus yards on Michigan. Yeah, I, look, I could see it being like thirty-eight twenty-four. I could see it being thirty-one seventeen with a late game score and a backdoor cover. Like, I don't think it's going to be a game where we're sitting there in the first half and it's twenty-seven nothing. I mean, that a be extremely disappointing. B, I'd turn that thing the hell off and see, like, you know, no one. I mean, yeah, and again, no one went back to a. Like, no one wants to see that, but. I do think it's a situation where we saw last year by the end of that Alabama-Georgia game, once Georgia's momentum got rolling in the fourth, they pretty much took care of business from then on out. I think they could get a good handle on this game early in the second half. 
And then when push comes to shove, get that second score in and the death blow and knock them out in the 10th round TKO. Thanks for playing. You guys show we're a good fight, but it's just not going to happen this year for you. Yeah. So but what about over under though? Uh, well, what is it? 62 and a half. Sorry. It's tough because I think both these teams obviously had really big high scoring outputs and their defense also allowed a lot of points last game. So you'd be inclined to take the over, but I mean, kind of feel like the under is going to hit. Yeah. I, for a certain reason, I just have a feeling that like this is kind of just a trend now and like the trend of where college offenses are going. And like it doesn't mean that your defense is bad if you let up 30 points. You right. can still have really good defensive players and have a good defensive game, but they've become just so highly efficient at at scoring, at putting points up on the board They're that I feel like, fine. yeah, yeah, like that Georgia has no problem. Like it, it's not a bad yeah. game if they win 45-32 or something like that. Like, that that's, like have like over very apps, like they have problems like USC. Right. They can't like stop anyone. Well, they can't. They yeah, that team can tackle problem. like that. That team has so many issues defensively. I mean, USC, but you can't say Georgia's up defense is bad. You know? No, but USC. No, no, no. But but they many. but Ohio State scored a lot of points. Right, like, right, right. That was like arguably the bonehead move of the season, letting that ball go out at yeah, the one. Not you know what I'm saying like or fair whatever happened in the kickoff where they had to start in the safety. Once Tulane had that safety, the momentum was completely gone, and you knew they were winning that game. USC just definitely has had it. Tulane also playing for everything. It's the biggest. It's the biggest in, game in they've ever won. History. Yeah, they just beat US, They just beat, talk about a powerhouse. Huh? I got just, saying power. They just beat the Heisman winner. Talk yeah. about like most improved or like coach of the year awards. I mean, Dykes obviously deserves all all the roses, but that coach at Tulane. They have a record of uh, I think the biggest like disparity of winning margin since the over the course before. of two. Yeah, they yeah. were two and twelve, and then they were twelve and two. Yeah, I mean honestly, like <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'd go to that school. Yeah, it's in New Orleans. Orleans. A little Matt Forte. Like, Talk about a good private school. Yeah, Sean King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's that's a fun that, that's a fun place. Yeah. The, all right, so let's just kind of wrap it up here for the college football playoff. Over sixty-two and a half spread is twelve and a half. Where are you riding, Nick? Uh, I, I'm going to take TCU plus twelve and a half. Okay, you got it. In my opinion. You um, have to, in your opinion. In my opinion, okay. yeah. I think this is very generous. I really do. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, I, I guess we'll take the over. Okay. TCU in the over toss. I'm I'm in the same boat as Nick, rowing together. I'll row in the over. But you're you want George to cover. I'm, I'm gonna row. With, I'm gonna. Row, I want TCU to win. I would love that. It'd be crazy. I'm gonna row in the direction of minus twelve and a half for the dogs. I'm weary of going against Utah with the considerable heater that you've apparently been on over the past couple of weeks. But again, like I think it's every year it's been a two on one. We've never been in full agreement of who's going to win. Which is fine. You know, great. Yeah. People, people love a good black sheep every now and then. And you know where to put your money? BetOnline.ag. Tell them, dude. Go to BetOnline.ag and place all your bets for the national championship. Promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V. So I, interestingly, I ran into a guy that I went to high school with. And he went to college at Trinity Christian University. And I asked him, he lives in LA. I asked him if he was going to the game. And he said, I don't know. And I was like, dude, you have to go. Did you say Trinity Christian University? Yeah. So Texas was, Christian. Sorry. Trinity, Trinity Christian, Christian was a... I thought was you were trying to... I was going to say he went to like the other TCU. No, 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 no. That's my, my mistake. The Trinity Christian is another school in Dallas that's another private school that's also Christian. Um, no, he went to Texas Christian University. 
And I said, are you going to go to the game? And he was like, I don't know. And it's I was expensive. like, it's incredibly expensive. Dude, if you are a TCU fan, I was like, how, this game, you are a that's moron. What, that's what I told him. I was like, how many other opportunities <laughs> are you going to have to go to the national Never! championship game? The college, to the college game? football final, you have to go to In this game. Hometown. And he was like, Josh, you'll appreciate this. You will too, Nick. He was like, well, I'm going to Tel Aviv the week after. So I don't know. Yeah, he's not He's not Jewish though. He's not Jewish. Shout out to his family that we're going to Tel Aviv. That's just, awesome. Just for fun. Just I, for fun. I mean, look, I got offered real quickly. So I was like, just for fun, you should go to the, the national championship Someone like too. generously offered me two tickets for 1300 a pop. I told him like, thanks, but no thanks. But yeah. <laughs> but if you this is your school before we sign off, you got to go. You got to go. Definitely. DJ Cobb's locking in for 20 million rupees. Toss, Josh, Nick, Charity Stripe, 1090, ESPN, the mightier. Go check out that game on Monday. We'll see you next time. Go Frogs. This is the Charity Stripe on the mightier 1090 ESPN radio. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.